asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. In recent weeks, we've really focused on some ways that listeners can boost their income. Uh, so whether that's through starting your own side business and growing your network like Hala talked about, or when we talked with local realtor Alan about diving into investing in real estate, well, what better way to test the waters? While you are away, your home could also earn extra income. That's right. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling, because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. It's a lot easier than you think, and you don't need to Airbnb your entire house. You could just host your extra spare room. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I am Matt. And today we're discussing retreating rewards, new tax brackets, and workplace traps. That's right, Joel. This is our Friday Flight where we are tackling the most important headlines and specifically we are going to address how those stories are going to impact your personal finances. Yeah. By the way, I love that workplace traps one. I'm excited to get to that one because <laughs> not only is it an acronym that stands for something, but it's also like a trap you got to watch out for. So it's, it's kind of aptly named. It's so appropriately <laughs> named. Yeah. Uh, but first, actually, we don't have any banter. We're going to kind of launch straight into things. But uh, this first thing is something that we are incredibly excited to share with you, our listeners. We have just launched the How to Money credit card tool up on the website. If you go to howtomoney.com forward slash credit cards, that's going to take you to this page that is going to allow you to see all of the different credit card offers that are out there. And what's great about this thing is that you can easily filter what it is that you're looking for. Uh, and so whether that's specific airlines, whether you're looking for a card without any annual fees or a 0% transaction fee, 
when you are abroad traveling. This tool has all of those features baked into it. We're just so pumped because I, I think this is going to become sort of like a just a one-stop shop for folks as they are looking for uh, the next credit card that they're yeah. considering getting. No, I agree. It's pretty cool. It's going to help you because everybody spends money differently and they want different things out of a credit card. And so a- absolutely, this tool is going to help you more quickly dial in and find which one makes the most sense for you. And we've written content about you know which how credit cards that you and I have used, Matt, but our situation is different than yours. And so we might benefit from a Costco card where you might not because you, you don't have a Costco near nearby where you live or something like that. And so you can you can more easily kind of based on just a quick couple clicks of the mouse, yeah. find the credit card that's going to make the most sense for you. Yeah, just work those sliders. Yeah, like it allows <laughs> yeah. you to easily determine like what your parameters are going to be and it's as tell opposed you, to reading a, some long form Well, what content. kind of dollar value does each of the, these cards yep. give you? So it's going to spell that out too. So yeah, we'd be curious to know, hear your feedback after you give it a go. Let us know totally. like, whether it makes sense for you and, and how it helps. So yeah, that's soundmoney.com com slash credit cards or also just go to the main homepage and you'll see the you can click on the top right corner and you'll get there too that's right i so we launched this earlier this week and i even signed up for a new credit card through uh, our new tool myself there you go there you go <laughs> i signed up for a uh, southwest card because my plan is to uh, snag that companion pass oh. hopefully you know sometime like early. we talked about with brian kelly recently. exactly yes. yeah exactly but and then it, you get two years of the free companion I know. brilliant i uh, yeah I'm, I'm so looking forward to because i've never tried to get that companion pass and kate and i we've been talking about yeah doing some doing some more traveling but if you're listening and you're like well i'm not i'm not really big into traveling guess what there's a cash back option that's right as well and so instead of uh clicking the airlines thing you can just hit the cash back slider and whoop, It'll show you all the cards Boom. that's got the best cashback offers for you. But here's the thing. We, like we say all that with a, with a caveat here, because it's also really important to be careful with credit cards. Uh, are we speaking out of like both sides of our mouth here? <laughs> well, we always do. We have to. You we have always to, do. You have to include that every time you talk about it or else, I don't know, we're just not we giving people a, all the information they need to know. Yeah, we, we, we definitely take a nuanced approach to, I mean, to everything, right? Like, like there's both sides of the argument and right, like credit cards, they can provide amazing benefits for folks who are disciplined, right? Who pay off the balance on time and in full every month. But credit card interest rates are on the rise. The uh, the average right now, it's currently over 18%, which is the highest it's been in 30 years. Americans now owe 13% more on their credit cards than they did a year ago. This is according to the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. So uh, yeah, if, if you're in credit card debt, you don't need a new card, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, maybe uh, a balance transfer card. We actually do have an article uh, on that up on the site. But you need to put your, your current one, your current credit card on ICE. And man, you need to get a plan to pay that balance off as soon as possible. Uh, this is why we recommend uh, the site undebt.it. So it's undebted, and they will help you to put together a plan that's going to work for you, whether that's focusing on a card that has the highest interest rate, whether that's focusing on any balances that you might have that are the largest, or maybe even a hybrid approach. Yeah. The, the interesting thing is I feel like credit cards can be a double-edged sword, and, and they oh, can totally kind of like slice through your travel costs or give you just insane cash back and rewards and stuff like that, which is great for your personal finances, but they can also have, and for a lot of people, they have the inverse effect where they're slicing a hole in their finances and <laughs> And the, like it, slicing a hole in the bottom of your purse or yeah, your wallet. <laughs> exactly. It's draining money out of your life, which is the exact opposite of what we want. We think you can use credit cards effectively, but you can also use them poorly. 
And if you're using them effectively, get the right ones that are going to max- maximize rewards for you. But if you're not, stay away from them and find yep. a way to get out of that credit yeah, card you debt. Need, you need to be careful because balances yeah. are on the rise. I, I saw like we are nearing the the highest. So the highest levels were right before the pandemic, like right up, right around three years ago, uh-huh. October of 2019. We're almost there uh, again, yeah. And it was over 900. It was like 920 something mil, uh, billion. Billion with a B, nine hundred twenty-seven billion, and I would not be surprised. About to given cross that trillion threshold, I know, I know. Yeah. I know. That's it's it's going to kind of be insane, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we get there before the end of the year. Yeah, we we really might. Well, uh, let, let's talk about another topic, Matt, that remains top of mind for folks right now, and that is the the president's recent move to grant student loan forgiveness to millions and millions of borrowers. A lot of people have been anxiously awaiting the application for that to become publicly available because that was going to get post on the, posted on the Department of Education's website. Mm-hmm. Well, that just happened this past weekend. And so if you qualify for student loan forgiveness, but you haven't yet filled out the application, we'll post a link to that in our show notes as well. It should take all of like three minutes to fill out. It's not very long. Nope. But it's also important to mention that some folks, by the way, who are eligible for loan forgiveness under the PSLF program, the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, have until Halloween to file a waiver that can help them receive credit for payments that might not have previously qualified. So we'll link to that as well in the show notes. There's a lot of moving parts, a lot of student loan stuff going going on, but time is of the essence, specifically on the PSLF one. Yep. The deadline for the student loan forgiveness application, you've got till the end of the year. So you can take your sweet time on that if you want. Uh, but when it comes to the PSLF waiver, that you got to get done. Uh, in the next like week and a half, basically. Yeah, and basically, I mean, go ahead and just sit down and knock them both out. Like like Joel said, it, it'll only take a couple minutes. Um, you will have to put your social security number in there. Folks are kind of worried about that. But this is the federal student aid website. So you see that .gov. You know you're in the right place. Do avoid uh, re- talking to anybody who reaches out to you directly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like whether it's an email. Hey, fill out this phone application. Call, a text <laughs> uh, message and social media. And if you Venmo me 100 bucks, I'll <laughs> expedite it. Yeah, obviously you want to avoid that, but there are certain more attempts by those folks with uh, more folks signing up for that actual student loan forgiveness. And Joel, yeah, you said you've got until Halloween to uh, to sign up for that PSLF uh, waiver specifically. Speaking of Halloween, candy is more expensive this year. Uh, stats. <laughs> still sh- free for me. I just steal my kids. <laughs> got that daddy tax. That's right. The, the price of candy, it's, it's actually almost exactly in line with the cost of other grocery store items. It's up about 13% year over year. And so how is it that you keep candy costs low while still having a great time uh, this season? Well, you buy the bigger bags, duh. Uh, <laughs> if you're planning on giving out tons of candy anyway, the uh, you know the, the bags that have at least 200 pieces in there, uh, that's going to get you the most bang for your buck, where you're able to, to lower the cost of each individual piece. Uh, that's at, at least typically the case. And you know you can find those big old bags at warehouse clubs that's like right. Sam's uh, or Costco. Yeah, it's going to save you money than grabbing the 120 count bag at a place like Target or Walmart, right? Yeah. Well, I saw, I saw somebody in our Facebook group, Matt, said they buy the big big uh, candy bar size, like they go king, king size. Yeah, the, well, not king size, but like not the tiny ones, right? St- standard size, standard size candy bars. And I was like, Jeez. this, you okay? I hope that somebody you, you be you. I think one of our <laughs> listeners was like, I hope that's your craft beer equivalent, <laughs> because hey, maybe and maybe it is, and maybe it is. Maybe yeah. you love to see the joy on a kid's face when you're handing them like a giant candy bar, and everywhere else they're getting the tiny ones. But you got to make sure you're prepared to spend the 
big bucks for it because it's going to cost more this year. See, yeah, that's definitely where the daddy tax kicks in because <laughs> you see that one, and you're like, oh, oh, that one's for that one's for mommy or daddy. The little ones, <laughs> 20, those are those are for you, buddy. Twenty percent off the top. That's how you teach your kids a money lesson, right there, right? Well, and, and I hate to beat a dead horse, Matt, but last week, you know, we you and I we talked about fancy pet restaurants charging seventy five bucks for a three course meal for your dog, but and and just I just want to say this because while we're on the note of Halloween, well, pet owners are buying more expensive Halloween costumes for their pets. So that, that stat came out this week. The National uh, Retail Federation says that folks are likely to spend $700 million that's, on costumes. so much money, dude. For their, for their furry mind-blowing. It's, it's crazy. It really is. And, you know, I don't. here's what I would suggest. Instead of spending money on a costume for your pet, allow them to be a part of your costume without having to get dressed up. So in particular, it works best if you have a hairless cat, then you can be Dr. Evil from Austin Powers. That's, I don't know, that's just like one thought. But Naked cat. Uh, I guess all cats are naked. Maybe just but. shave your cat if it does have hair. <laughs> sure, they'd be totally fine with that. Right. That's Maybe I'll do that uh, with, with one of ours. But I'm not going to go hard on this one. But yeah, spending spending on Halloween costumes, it can bring lots of joy. I totally get it. It's totally okay to dress your, your dog up like a pumpkin or a hot dog, which apparently are the, the top two choices this year. But to just don't go overboard and maybe, just maybe, think about getting one used off uh, Facebook or something like that, or just reuse a costume from last year. Yeah, check out eBay as well. Forget uh, pet costumes. Did you see the most popular uh, kids' costumes? No, as what well? was Did it you? this year? Spider-Man, oh, which classic, right? Yeah. And, well, guess what our son is going to be dressed up? He's a three-year-old, and he wants to be dressed up as Spider-Man. Of course. I didn't realize that we were so, like basic middle class <laughs> but i was like oh wow i guess that's not really unique <laughs> to me it's unique because i've you know we've had all girls up until now so he's like i want to be spider-man and i'm like buddy that's awesome so do the majority of all kids who are participating <laughs> in halloween it was uh spider-man and then turns prince, out you're not special son then princess <laughs> you're just like everyone else uh all right well so th- those bags of candy they're not the only things getting smaller uh retail rewards uh have been shrinking as well uh airlines like delta they've been raising the bar to achieve different status levels and Dunkin' Donuts. They are pairing back reward perks uh, for their customers as well. The, uh, the the biggest bummer for regular visitors uh, at Dunkin' Donuts is that they did away with their uh, freebie birthday drink. That's a line too far. So you can slash that off of the all the places to visit on your birthday <laughs> <laughs> list. But they're also requiring more visits to accrue some of those you know different free coffee benefits and drinks throughout the year as well. Uh, and honestly, the, like this is just part of the, the reality of inflation. It's one way that businesses are able to fight back. Uh, and it often allows them to, to keep other price increases in check. And so I know some folks are pretty bummed about things, but would you rather lose some of these benefits or would you rather see the, the, the price of actual coffee, yeah. of the actual product go up across the board? Do you want a dozen donuts to take up two bucks or would you rather miss out on some of these rewards? It's, I get it. It's, exactly. It's yeah. tough sledding out there, but retailers have to make choices as their cost of doing business goes up. And so this is one of those things where we're going to take it on the chin as, or at least people who like Dunkin' Donuts a lot are going to take it on the chin. Let's talk about the new tax brackets for a second, Matt, because you know one benefit of inflation, a silver lining, if you will, is that the IRS has has changed changed up the tax brackets for next year for tax year 2023. And obviously, what you pay in taxes is dependent on a bunch of different things. It's dependent on your specific situation, your income, your filing status, you know how much you're giving away, how much you're contributing through retirement accounts, mm-hmm. like all of the above. But the nice thing is that tax tax brackets have gone up basically in line with what we've seen for inflation. You can see those new tax brackets 
brackets will link to the IRS website on our website at howtomoney.com so you can see specifically where you might fall in. But the standard deduction is also going up, which is another good thing for taxes. Uh, it's $27,700 for married folks next year and $13,850 for single individuals. And Matt, it makes sense for the vast majority of folks to take the standard deduction. Something close to 90% American, uh, of Americans can and should take the standard deduction. That's right. Uh, they'd be worse off <laughs> if they chose to optimize because yeah, the standard deduction is, is so rich. And it's just nice to see that climb by a meaningful amount. That uh, combined with the tax bracket increases, I think, could see a, a decent chunk of Americans paying less in federal income tax next year. Exactly. Yeah. So that's yeah, like you said, it's kind of a silver lining. But some some clearly some definite good news is on the retirement account front, we have seen those contribution limits uh, on the rise as well. You're going to be able to put sixty five hundred dollars into IRAs uh, next year in 2023. That's five hundred bucks more than last year, uh, and you can contribute two thousand dollars more to a four hundred one k or a four hundred three b up to twenty. Uh, So this is all great for those of us who are looking to uh, dramatically save and invest for our retirement. On that note, HSA limits, they actually went up by a few hundred bucks as well. Uh, Individuals can contribute $200 more than they could last year for a grand total of $3,850. And married folks can contribute $400 more for a total of $7,000. $750. And so keep in mind that's for HSAs, which are health savings accounts. Those are the accounts that we see as the number one account, basically, yeah. to invest in They're for your retirement. Favorite, yeah. They've got that triple tax advantage. Being able uh, to get more money into those is an huge. amazing thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so even though those dollar amounts seem small, just realize the benefit that they're, they're going to be able to provide you is sort of like 3x, yeah. uh, if you, I don't know, think about it that way. <laughs> uh, but don't confuse HSAs with FSAs, flexible spending accounts, because those limits are actually increasing as well from uh, 2850 to $3,050 as well. Uh, so bottom line, you know, if you're getting after it, it's nice to know that you'll be able to funnel a little more money, a little more dough into those pre-tax retirement accounts starting January 1st. And so what that means, if if you're like me and you set aside 500 bucks every single month uh, for the next year, right? And so I always want to make sure I've got the money (laughs) ready to go. Well, because you, I mean, history shows you earn more, like you see higher returns when you invest time in the market versus timing the market. And so it's better to get that money in ASAP as soon as possible. Uh, And so what that means, though, is that there's a $500 difference to make up. And so just make sure that you stash away an extra $250 uh, for November and December. That way you do have that not just $6,000 come January, but that full $6,500 ready to rip. And then moving forward, you are looking at something more like it's like five hundred and forty bucks if you want to uh, make sure you have that full uh, sixty five hundred dollars yeah, for just over five hundred and forty one dollars a month. There you go. So yeah, if you want to, if you're starting January, if if you're if you're not like Matt, you're not overachieving. You're just contributing the the amount every month to try to max it out. In January, you're going to start wanting to put away five hundred and forty one dollars a month to max it out. Whereas before, you were just doing five hundred. So mm, there you uh, go. All right, we got more stories to get to including a fascinating new study about how where you work is going to make a major difference in your economic mobility and your your financial success. We'll get to that and more right after this break. (music) 
You probably think it's too soon to join AARP, right? Well, let's take a minute to talk about it. Where do you see yourself in 15 years? More specifically, your career, your health, your social life. What are you doing now to help you to get there? Well, there are tons of ways for you to start preparing today for your future with AARP. What about that dream job you've dreamt about? Sign up for AARP reskilling courses to help make it a reality. How about that active lifestyle you've only spoken about from the couch? AARP has health tips and wellness tools to keep you moving for years to come. But none of these experiences are without making friends along the way. Connect with your community through AARP volunteer events. So, it's safe to say, it's never too soon to join AARP. They're here to help your money, your health, and happiness live as long as you do. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash wisefriend. I'm guessing that a lot of listeners are starting to solidify their summer travel plans. We always like to get the families together, Matt, for a week at the beach every single summer. We've already got that trip to St. Simons on the calendar. Pumped for that. But sometimes those vacations get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? That's right. Why let it sit empty when it could be earning extra income? It's the financially smart thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you've got some extra space in your home, or maybe you have an entire house to host. Or maybe you're just going on vacation and your home is sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you have two options. You can let it just sit there empty, or you do some optimizing and make some money off it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Spring cleaning is kind of an annual rite of passage. We've all got to do it, minimize the junk that we have in our house. Emily and I, we just cleaned our closets out. It took hours, but it was so worth it. Now we've only got stuff in there that we love, and it's easier to find everything too. And so, you know, while cleaning your closets is helpful, well, there's something else you can do for your family this spring. Shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius, for example, is a really important part of your financial planning for the year. That's right. Yeah. And here is the thing that's important to remember because you might be thinking you don't need to check out Policy Genius because you've got a policy through work. But even if you have a life insurance policy through your job, it may not offer you enough protection for your family's needs and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius works for you, not the insurance companies, and that means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you're a small business owner, listen up. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're actually choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. They do everything from hyper-targeting best-fit prospects through campaign optimization. Upswell Marketing's unique approach includes direct mail, search engine marketing, and social media ads, and has fueled more than 10,000 small business success stories. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no-obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention, new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. 
All right, we're back from the break, and we've got several additional stories to get to, uh, including we're going to talk about the new uh, Apple banking product that's going to be rolling out. But before we get to that, Joel, we've got our ludicrous headline of the week. Uh, And this one comes from Business Insider, and it reads, The era of free returns may be coming to an end. Oh, man, this is bad news. (laughs) Because basically some businesses uh, out there, they're starting to charge fees to return the stuff that you've ordered uh, online. And the, the reason for that is returns can be a massive headache for retailers. That costs them quite a bit of money. I totally understand their desire to, to, to do this. It almost has felt like it's like a lost leader, like the ability for them to offer free return shipping yeah. uh, in order to kind of vacuum up all those consumers out there to get you beholden to that website or to, to that service. Because depending on the condition of that the item is in, once it gets returned, sometimes it's unsellable. And sometimes they just have to donate yeah. it or it costs money and labor to put that item back on the shelf or it's That's not true. in 100% perfect condition. So I get it. Retailers you, often... They, returns are a big problem for them. Do you care? Like if you buy something online and you can tell that it has already been returned, like, cause you can kind of tell, right? Yeah. Like, d- does that bother you? It depends. Okay. It depends on, on whether it's clearly busted. Like, and sometimes yeah, that's yeah, the case. Well, obviously if it's busted, it's yeah. like, okay, no, this is legit broken. But like we ordered something recently and you could tell that it had, they had tried it out. And I was like, you know what? At first I was kind of offended cause like, how dare they send me something that's not perfectly new. But at the same time, I don't know, like when you go in store in person and buy something, like whether it's a shirt or something, like people try things on. And how is that all that different, I guess, than somebody making a, re- a return themselves? And, yeah. and it feels different, I guess, because we're not necessarily used to, it's not that it's used, but it's something that someone else has touched. You know, it's not <laughs> like it's straight from the manufacturer. But if you are wondering uh, which retailers are trying these return fees out, uh, some companies who have admitted to doing this are H&M, Zara, uh, not just the fast fashion folks out there, but other retailers as well, like J. Crew. Wait, J. Crew's not J- fast fashion? No, no, they're kind of like to me. <laughs> they're kind of like in the middle. I don't know. Uh, J. C. Penney, D. W. S. Abercrombie. Um, they're still around, actually. Oh. Believe it or not, that's also news to me. Uh, that was Joel's other other high school job was <laughs> yeah. uh, standing out in front. Uh huh. <laughs> standing out in front of the Abercrombie. I don't think mall. I bench pressed enough to do that. <laughs> But others, other retailers are likely going to follow suit uh, if there isn't too much of a revolt. And we, of course, we hate fees and we want you to avoid them. You know, you can sometimes avoid these return fees if you are part of some of these different membership programs that these retailers are offering or by returning the items in person instead of shipping them back. It's, you know, like we know that, that it's going to be annoying, but it might be what you have to do in order to avoid these uh, these return fees. Yeah. And some work with third-party companies, so you can drop them off at a more convenient location. Let's say you do buy from a J. Crew or something like that, and you're like, there's no store anywhere nearby me. I have to send it back, but they're going to charge me a fee to do it. Well, sometimes they work with a third-party company, so you can drop it off at like a UPS store or something like that right. to make it a little bit easier and also allow you to avoid some of those fees. I think Happy Returns is, is one of these companies that does that on behalf of certain retailers like a Walgreens I feel like they're one of those partners as well that might be yeah I think you can return them to a few different places if you're doing it through happy returns but you also might want to reconsider where you do your shopping right if a retailer that you like even if ordering online is incredibly convenient and easy well if it's becoming more annoying and expensive to return the items that you get that you're like wait a second this doesn't fit the way I I, I wanted it to, this doesn't look the way it looked online, then we would say you might want to think twice about buying from that retailer if they're going to charge you fees to, 
to take you back. Shopping in person is another thing. And I'm, I'm not keen on doing that myself, Matt, but I know some people are like, they've gotten used to shopping online, but maybe maybe they have realized that they're spending too much buying stuff online mm. anyway. Yeah. And shopping in person is the best way to test stuff out. So you don't find yourself in the position of having to send stuff back you know, all the time uh, or, the, or holding on to things because you forgot to make returns. That's a problem too that people run into. So yeah, those are a few ways to fight back against you got to be intentional about it. Yeah, potential yeah. potential fee return charges that you might encounter. But that, I mean, that being said, I think it's going to be really tough because I think individuals, consumers have fallen in love with free returns over yeah. the past several years. Um, Yuval, I forget his last name, but, uh, Sapiens is the book that he wrote, though. But he talks about how initially when we experience something, it's a luxury. But then we start taking those luxuries for granted. And pretty soon we, we start depending on, like on those things. Two-day shipping was a novelty yeah. until I was like, uh-uh. It, I wanted, I wanted like, the additional costs and responsibilities in, in our lives. And I want so, three hours after clicking now. <laughs> we have to, like, it's going to take some serious, intentional, like, proactive behavior in order to fight this desire to continue down this path that we've basically been trained to go down. Sure. Uh, but Joel, let's hit on another story, uh, which this actually could have been our, our ludicrous headline. I feel like we always come across a couple every week where that kind of makes <laughs> like, our, our Which blood one are we going to stick in there, man? Because there's a couple that really suck. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, and it is that more U.S. companies, they're charging their employees for training. Uh, we, we actually talked about this uh, recently. PetSmart, they're, they're charging employees thousands of dollars if they receive training, but then don't stay with the company for at least a couple years. Not cool at all. But it looks like now that PetSmart isn't alone. Reuters, they had an article this week that said that nearly 10% of U.S. workers are covered by a trap. And Joel, this is what you were <laughs> it's a trap. referring to earlier. This is a training repayment agreement provision. <laughs> And it's not like the businesses are calling it that, because, of course, they would have wanted to avoid sure. the acronym. The tra- <laughs> this is an acronym that the, that critics here have coined. Future employee, please sign this trap. Um, it's like, wait, what? <laughs> Your red flags aren't going up when they slide that across the table. You're not paying then. attention if it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just, yeah, an appropriate acronym for saying that the training like this is on you if you don't stay at the company for a specified period of time. Yeah, so it's not just PetSmart, it's other places too. Nurses, truck drivers, salon workers, and more are being forced into signing these traps. And it often keeps people locked into a job that they'd otherwise like to leave, but it would cost them too much to go elsewhere. They're like, man, I would go down the road. The labor market's robust. I can make more money over there. But because I signed this piece of paper, I'm going to owe my current employer money for the training that I received. Mm -hmm. And I don't have that cash on hand. It's a real problem. So we would say, make sure you know what you're signing when you get a new job that requires training. If it says trap at the top, run away. (laughs) But even if it doesn't, read the fine print. Make sure you know what you're getting into. Know how much it's going to cost you if you decide that this job isn't for you before the agreement Mm -hmm. expires. And they also note in the story that lawmakers are considering legislation to put some boundaries on these sorts of agreements, which could be a good thing. But until then, it's on you to look out for yourself and to watch out for these workplace traps that yeah. apparently are you know, getting more people than I thought. I didn't realize, Matt, 10% of the workforce is, a lot of has folks. signed something like this. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of folks. It's a big deal. Uh, the truth is, wor- working for the right company, that goes a long way, right? A company that, that, that treats you well, like a, like a human being. That doesn't set traps for you. <laughs> uh, a new five-year study by the Burning Glass Institute, they find that where you work has a lot to do with your potential for career advancement. 
advancement. Uh, it's less about your like your specific title or your specific job or, or even an industry. And it's more about the, the company that you opt to work at. This The study literally listed out the top companies that offer folks the most economic and job opportunity, the most uh, chances for advancement. Uh, we'll link to the study in the show notes. But some companies that, that were there near the top of the list were Apple, AT&T, uh, Amex, Microsoft, Liberty Mutual, Southwest as well. So double shout out to Southwest. (laughs) They were all near the top of the heap and companies that you should feel pretty good about working for. Yeah. And Costco actually made it in the top 25 as well. Glad (laughs) to see that. I think they were nestled in there at number 23. They treat their employees well. They do. And it's, it's true. I think every company has a culture and it's, it's just easier than ever before to figure out what that company culture is before you start applying for jobs. Oftentimes, like before the internet, Matt, it was like word of mouth. It's like, yeah, this is a great place to work. They treat me well. But now... Back when companies were also small. And right. so that, I mean, that probably worked back in the day, right? Because it's like, well, it was easier back then because the companies were smaller. And it's like, well, yeah, you still had... It, I don't know. It took maybe a little more legwork for you. Yeah. Right? But now that these companies are big and massive, it's like, how are you supposed to figure out how they're treating this entire division of people? Internet. Yeah. Technology. Studies studies like this one. Workplace forums, sites like Glassdoor are Mm -hmm. really helpful to analyze companies before you start applying willy-nilly. And we would say to prioritize companies that do right by their employees, right? Try to ask folks who work there about how that company approaches pay raises and promotions before you even agree to go in for an interview. Yeah. And this study, by the way, Matt, it's got this great interactive tool on their website. So you can kind of dig down and see which companies rank well on mm-hmm. a bunch of different factors. So we would say it's definitely worth checking out and going there. But A lot of, um, a lot of great tools that we're recommending. Yeah, during this episode. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and I thought it was important to mentioned too that Dollar Tree, Dollar General offered some of the most room for advancement for folks without a college degree. And they specifically have a button on the site that says like, I don't have a college degree. Boom. Which companies are going to be best mm-hmm. for me in that position? And they highlight like people specifically at, at Dollar Tree and stuff like that. Even if you don't have a college degree, you can end up as something like a district manager making big money without ever having gone to college, which I think is cool. So yeah, unlike working for Microsoft or Intel, yeah. who have very high standards as to snagging that entry level, that initial position. Exactly. But there's it's it's nice to see it broken out like that. I think this tool and seeing Super cool. which companies are great at promoting people and increasing their pay, like, man, those are the companies I'd want to be applying uh, applying at first. Yeah. And plus, it's just good to be able to... I feel like we crap all over Dollar General and, <laughs> and uh, companies it's, like that. But, but there's opportunity there. It's also good to see, though, that they are... It seems like they're doing a, a great job when it comes to the, the kind of culture that they're fostering within their companies. Well, Joel, let's uh, get to this story for all the Apple fanboys out there. Fangirls, too. Fangirls, fan, fan, fan fanboys. I'm not sure if we needed a, another online bank, but we're definitely going to be getting one. Uh, we've... Well, you know, we've talked about the virtues of online banks regularly on the show. We like uh, Ally, Discover, CIT, and Marcus. These are some of the best ones out there. And actually, Marcus is run by Goldman Sachs, who partnered with Apple to launch their credit card. Uh, Well, now they're actually partnering to launch an Apple-branded bank. And with more than half of Americans uh, as Apple users, it's worth noting that you might be seeing a lot more about this new product soon. Uh, It's... Honestly, right at this point, it's too early to tell whether or not it's going to be worth signing up for. Uh, I will say that Marcus, like their high yield savings account currently, is offering a rate at 2.35%, which again, like we said, that is solid. And hopefully we see something exactly the same, (laughs) or or at least very, very comparable that Apple is able to to offer. It's still not what uh, CIT is offering. I mean, we can barely keep up with them. 3%, uh, man. They rolled out 3% earlier this week, which is crazy. Uh, But, you know, we know that this account will feature 
no minimums, no fees, but we don't know what the actual interest rate is going to be, uh, or you know, nor you know what additional features they're going to be offering as well. But either way, it can't hurt to have another solid competitor within the online banking space, and we'll make sure to keep you all updated when we know more. For sure, yeah. As an Android user, of course, <laughs> I will not be using this bank, Matthew, uh, unless they are actually top tier, top notch. But we'll see. I don't know if it's even uh, Google will allow me to get the app on my Pixel phone. I don't know. Apple and Google don't play Google's well together. Google's going to say like, you can't get there from here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, got to go on your web browser, idiot. Which you know, if it's good enough, maybe I'll do it. But uh, last story of the day, Matt. Let's let's talk about. Aldi for a second. Uh, CNN had an article. Yeah. Lister Massa sent this one our way. And, and basically, even though you and I, we've been preaching the, the Aldi gospel for years now, oh, it yeah. feels like we've been like John the Baptist crying in the wilderness with, <laughs> with few people listening. <laughs> but yeah, uh, conversions are happening more rapidly now, especially amongst middle and high income folks who are becoming more price sensitive. As inflation just obviously continues to be a major problem, foot traffic into all these stores is up double digits percentage points. And that makes sense to me, right? Food prices are on the rise. Just the act of changing where you buy your groceries can lower your bill dramatically. No coupon clipping necessary, which mm. is my kind of thing because my favorite part. I don't like coupons. I, I, I hate doing that stuff. Yeah. And, and But Aldi and Lidl are the two top low-cost options that most folks should consider. And if you've yet to venture into one, we would say this weekend is the perfect time to check one out. And you're not the only one who's going to be doing it. More and more folks are, are leaning towards the discount grocers. And the truth is they could lop a decent portion off your grocery bill every single month. And especially as it keeps going higher and higher, thanks to inflation, like you got to fight back in some way. This is the easiest way, we would say, to fight back and save big. That's right, man. But that is going to be it for our Friday flight. Don't forget to check out the credit card tool. So howtomoney.com forward slash credit cards and we hope everyone has a great weekend uh we will see you back here on monday we actually have got a great interview lined up and we're going to be talking about crypto oh. it's been a minute since we've uh we've talked about that well, so. crypto is like locked away in the freezer right now in the depths of despair <laughs> but it's worth talking about the crypto and winter we had an expert that we're bringing on mm -hmm. who is a journalist she talks about crypto every day for a living so i'm curious to we're curious to pick her brain hear her thoughts and we'll we'll share that with you on monday absolutely but joel that's going to be it for this one buddy until next time best friends out best friends out For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. 
Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.